Hey guys, it's Emily and Erin, and we're back this week with our jerk bitch twin study of Supernatural. I'm exhausted. Because <laughs> this week I had to endure um, episode 8 titled Bugs. <laughs> My anxiety is like through the roof. I'm still coming down from it. And Aaron is clearly still amused by it. <laughs> like literally my it. chest is like still feels like I need to do deep breathing. You survived it. So yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Was it worse the second time than the first time? I mean, I, it almost feels like the first time. It almost feels like I, I, like, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know if it was because I was kind of distracted the first time I watched it because I was like work, like I was like working out and watching it on TV at the same time. So maybe I was like able to, to I know there's that story of you knew when I got to the certain point, you know, my favorite part of the whole episode. I mean, it's Um, your favorite. No. Yeah. But God almighty, like enough. I'm just, gonna laugh I'm just like, all this. <laughs> God, I don't. Let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's just let's just get into it. And I have like quotes from you. Oh, good. Well, we'll devote a whole segment to that. Yes. I mean, we are doing my weekly freakouts, but this was to another level. I mean, the show is creepy, and and the season one is definitely probably the scariest of this is scary. The, yeah. the all seasons, but my God, this this episode is my worst. I think I would take a freaking creepy Bloody Mary or Woman in White any day over the amount of bugs I had to just watch on TV. I mean, it's the scariest one for you. Literally. That's what I said while you are watching it. And that's what I just said, too. Yeah. We're we're in agreement. (laughs) I reacted and screamed like Bloody Murder, like the most. Yes, it was amazing. Out of the whole rewatch so far, this episode. Yeah, you were a little grossed out. A little bit. Whatever, let's just get to it. <laughs> I'm still stressed talking about it. <laughs> well, okay, let me uh, read a little synopsis while Emily calms down a teeny bit. <laughs> okay, um, all right, so Sam finds a case in Oasis Plains, Oklahoma, where a gas company employee, Dustin Burwash, died from sudden brain degeneration. The boys speak to the man's partner, Travis, who describes how he was in a sinkhole and suddenly started bleeding from his eyes, ears, and nose. They investigate the hole and find some beetles, but nothing more. And then it goes... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Well, that was all I was going to say for okay. the synopsis. Okay, yeah. Um, but yes, clearly, based on Emily's reaction there, <laughs> they find a lot more. <laughs> they do. Definitely more bugs. Um, yes, we were treated with beetles and we're treated with um, termites favorite. and spiders and bees and like wasps and worms. Worms. worms in there. Yes. Yeah. Maggots, I think, too, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, I hate bugs. Like, I don't like insects a lot. I have a very, very personally bad them. relationship with bugs. I've, I've had a traumatic experience with bugs. She I have has, a fear too. of like legit fear of spiders like arachnophobia but i also i've had a traumatic experience with bugs i'm not a big bee fan myself i've been um stung multiple times so so uh, yeah i mean i have issues 
Yeah, she really does. So this episode... <laughs> well, I mean, sidebar, I was uh, cutting the grass today, and I was thinking, oh, what a perfect day to watch bugs, because I'm out here cutting the grass, and I've got, like, dead grass flying up in me, and, and like, flies everywhere, and I'm like, oh, God, and I'm watching bugs later. <laughs> See? And I'm going to be hyper-aware the rest of the night, Yeah. monitoring everything and everywhere I go if there's any, like, spiders or bugs around me, like... Yes. Anyways, let's just let's go get on. To the yeah, that is not just all. But sorry. Yeah, please. <laughs> okay, so Sam and Dean decide to do you know their own investigating, posing as wanting to buy houses. They go to this house development area, which is like in Oasis. Yeah, it's a Valley, new developing. Plain, sorry, like neighborhood residential yeah. area. Yeah. yeah, and there's this house that's having like an open house barbecue welcome, dang party. Um, <clears throat> so Sam and Dean. Uh, arrive and it's kind of funny. There's a little joke. The father, I forget his name. What's his name? Did I write it down? I, I might have written it. I thought down. I wrote it down too. No, Larry, I, I think it's Larry. Larry, yeah, because the yeah. son is Dustin. No, the son is Matt. Who's Dustin? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Never mind, Larry. Okay, sorry. Larry Pike. <laughs> nice job. Oh my god. Maybe um, Dustin was the uncle. Or, I mean, the uncle they were trying to pose as no, nephews. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yes, Emily, that's correct. This is what happens. My that's mind correct. goes jumbled because <laughs> of bugs. Okay, go on. Anyway, Larry Pike, uh, one of the developers for that area. Um, they go to his house or to the open barbecue, and they're posing as uh, sons looking for maybe a possible house for the father. But the funny part before that was Larry thought perhaps they were a couple um and they were looking for a house on their own and that was just funny because you know that's been kind of a joke sometimes especially in the earlier seasons of you know even though they're brothers but because they're together at the time maybe they're more than brother or not more than brothers but like they're a couple and all that stuff anyway so they uh talked to larry and they talked to i think the real estate uh partner of his and then of course sam uh meets Matt, which is the Matt. kid played by Tyler Johnson, who has been on the show before. He's a cool dude. Met him at one of the conventions. You met the kid? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, in Pittsburgh. I didn't know that. The first time, first year. No, not Pittsburgh. New Jersey. Oh. The second year Sarah and I went in, in New Jersey, he was there. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Anyway. Um, and he's the one that's in sidebar, Lit, Lit, Little Kenny in Canada, which you, oh. I forget the reason why you were interested Tyler in Tyler Hines. Yeah. From Hallmark. Love him. Go. Anyway. Um, and <laughs> Matt is just such a, f- he is such a lover of insects. Of insects. And I don't know why. he was playing with a tarantula um, <sighs> at the time when Sam meets him, which Emily just loved that part so much. Tarantula. She hates the word tarantula. Shut up! <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um anyway so they're just kind of trying to figure out you know what really happened to dustin the employer and they slowly kind of figure out it might have something to do with bugs but they don't know where the connection is quite yet mm-hmm. right yeah until they figure out and they find a like burial uh, yeah. spot of uh Bones, Native American bones. Correct. Yeah. On this piece of land. And this right? is also after the real estate partner. Oh, Linda, I think was her name. Um, yeah, realtor. 
that died from what was it, Emily? <laughs> Spiders. <laughs> Anyway, in the shower. In the shower. You're going to have your freak out moment later. But yes, in the shower. So, um, Matt takes Sam and Dean to that um, burial. Not burial. Um, what did you call it earlier? Like five seconds ago? I said it was like a burial ground. Oh, you did call it a yeah. burial. Burial ground. But on this like yeah. open land. And there's, yeah, there's, um, like he said, there was bees to earthworms, beetles, everything congregating in like this one area. And then Dean, yeah, finds one skull, and then we learn afterwards that they found multiple skulls, skeletons, um, and from this mar- unmarked grave area. Um, so then Sam and Dean go to a university and try to dig up more information of maybe what actually was going down in this area. Um, yeah, Department of Anthropology at a local university um, is where they go. And then they get directed to talk to, um, oh, Sepula? Sup, Sup, Sapupa? I don't oh. know. Anyway, they speak to Joe Whitetree, a member of the y- Yushi tribe. It's a Native American tribe. It's a Native American tribe, yeah. I'm like, apologize that I'm poor, like ruining these names. Um, and he tells them that there is a story that the tribe that lived in Oasis Plains was slaughtered by the cavalry over six days. Um, as, and, as on, uh, and as the chief of the tribe lay dying on the sixth night, he cursed the land. And so then they put together that this is during March, which is the spring equinox, when the sun and the moon, um, how they put it, help me out here, Emily. I don't know. Um, I wasn't going into all these details. I just thought I would go into a little bit. Anyway, I th- I, well, fine. Don't help me. I don't uh, know. I didn't write anything <laughs> down. Um, I put it down somewhere, but whatever. The moon, sun, yeah. Maybe like what meat or something. Anyway, um, and they realize that this plague is going on for six weeks, and on the sixth night, like there's supposed to be like six no, days, not six, six weeks. Six, sorry, six days. Thank you, Emily. And on the sixth day, like. There's supposed to be, like, no survivors, so Sam and Dean realize they better head back to Race of Plane and help this family, including Matt, out, essentially. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which they do after Which a horrid do. night. That's right. <clears throat> yeah. But they outlast the bugs. Um, yes. And, yeah. So. But the land is still cursed, I guess. So. Yeah. I they're, would say uh, so. The family decides to move, and... Someone's going to come in and investigate the, the land and the burial ground and the bones and everything. And yeah, hopefully nothing else gets built upon it that can become cursed. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. So that's like the plot of the story. Um, let's talk about the side, like plot, plot B. Plot B? Yeah. Okay. How the about, B plot? Yeah, like Sam and his feelings towards his dad and how he can relate to... Young Matt and his troubles with his own father, Larry. Well, yeah, I mean, coming from my angle, my therapy angle, uh, there I was. I did not remember how much family stuff was in this episode. I guess. I mean, I guess, maybe that's an indicator of how you know hyper focused I am on the whole bug thing. That like I just didn't realize that. But um, oh god, there's a ton of stuff in here. I mean, there yeah. was there was the back and forth between how. Dean perceived them as being raised to how Sam perceived them as being raised where, you know, Dean thinks that, um, it was 
pretty, you know, they were normal growing up. And Sam was like, what, what are you talking about? Because it's our family and we learned how to hunt demons. And instead of being able to play soccer or baseball or something, you know, dad wanted me to learn how to um, bow hunt, bow hunt yeah. but I wanted to do sports basically. And, um, and, and Dean thought that, um, you know, dad never raised his voice or, or treated them, you know, bad or differently. But Sam was like, uh, well, he raised his voice at me and, um, always was on my case and was kind of out of line. And so it was really interesting that Dean and Sam had two different perspectives on how they were raised um, clearly Sam's still coming from the whole wanting to be normal yeah. side and Dean much more, I guess, at peace or, or, um, accepting of, of the upbringing that they did have, um, that that's his normal. Um, so then Sam being the only one that really kind of fought against the demon hunting ways felt like he was the freak or the black sheep of the family, as we say, like in therapy. Um, whereas, you know, any other kind of family from outside that lens would probably be like, Sam is the normal, normal one. And these guys are, I don't know what the heck they're into. Like, right. um, <clears throat> so like, God, there's a ton of family dynamics, father, son dynamics, brother dynamics. I mean, I was thinking to myself when I wasn't freaking out about bugs, <laughs> I was thinking to myself about like the different, what we call in, um, you know, therapy, like the family structural approach and the different triangles or the way that I would do like a genogram, which is kind of like a therapeutic, um, family tree kind of a thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, because like clearly it felt like it was, you know, Dean and dad against Sam, you know, like that's what the triangle was. Um, so like, it was just very interesting, um, that they had two different perspectives and, and then, to um to go forward with that also with you know Sam felt like he disappointed dad yeah. um and the fact that he wanted to you know college was his escape route um to to ditch the whole um hunting hunting life. lifestyle yeah um whereas you know then Dean saw well yeah Dean saw it kind of like ditching the family you know mm-hmm. um you know so Dean is very there's that loyalty that Dean has yeah. to to dad and to the family and to their way of life and to how they did things growing up and mm-hmm. and Sam choosing to deviate from that felt like he disappointed his um his dad or he was never good enough you know mm-hmm. um which is um yeah i mean if if a kid feels like ashamed by their family or or whatnot for for just trying to do something that they wanted to do but was yeah. different than the status quo of that family. You see that a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was very interesting to see all of that discussed. But I thought it was very, very sweet when Dean at the end of the episode was like, Dad swung by Stanford as much as he could to yeah. keep an eye on you and to make sure that you were, like, safe and Doing stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that was really sweet. And Sam seemed to really, like, um, you know, be kind of moved by that, yeah. I guess. And and maybe um, gave him another reason than just to, like, figure out the whole um, who killed Jess, who killed Mom thing. But to see Dad also to apologize, he right, said. Like he um, Or to make peace or whatever. And, and, and trying to understand that Dad, their dad was just doing the best that he could at with what they had growing up and, and what he knew how to be a dad was that, that was just how he knew how to be a dad. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought, I thought that was really cool. Um, 
and and really neat to see in the episode. And probably the whole, like, communication piece, like Dean says, it was a two-way street. I mean, clearly, like, clearly the whole communication between Dad and Sam was definitely not A+. Um, And both sides had a lot and probably will have a lot to work on. Um, And neither one handled their relationship probably well. Um, But it just, you know, it just gave some other insight, um, I feel into that so yeah i really liked all the family stuff and all the brother stuff i don't know why they couldn't have that in a much different episode <laughs> having to revolve around bugs I but mean, you know i mean that saved the episode for me was the family stuff <laughs> i think it saved i think it saved the episode for many people <laughs> okay good <laughs> for sure but no i know like when i was um watching this episode like a year ago when I was doing when I was doing my own rewatch at the time I f- did I forgot honestly how much like brother and father son stuff family dynamic stuff was actually in the episode yeah um and, you know I haven't like I before I before I uh we watched this particular episode you know, it would be on TNT, and I have it on the background, but I'm not, like, always paying attention, but this was, like, the first time a year ago that I probably paid attention to the episode, not probably, I did, like, all the way through, like, for the second time, third time only, but it was such a, you know, it was 15 years ago, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with that, too. Definitely saved the episode from, from the overall bug theme, so. Seriously, <laughs> So, yeah. And I guess, and correct me if I'm wrong, because yes, I've only seen these seasons once, but when Sam and Dean referenced, like, the big fight they had before Sam left for college, isn't that referenced multiple times? And isn't that also, like, kind of, don't Sam and Dad kind of have it out about that last, like, that last, um, I don't know, altercation or talk or whatever that they had? Did they talk about it? Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay, Yeah. So, like, mentioning that about how, like, they both said things and, like, um, Sam felt that their dad basically was, like, you know, fine, get out, you know. Um, I mean, obviously, it was very heated, so. Yes, um, yes. But, yeah, I thought I remembered that being brought up um, in future episodes and then it um, does. It does. being kind of hashed out and resolved, hopefully, to an extent. I would say to an extent, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. I look forward to that then. <laughs> Me too. Seriously, to be a therapist holding some like family therapy sessions with this family, it would I'd be, be fascinating. very fascinating. That's why we're watching this, so you can give me your psych take. Yeah. On it and Oh, there's tons of family stuff in this. Oh my god. Oh yeah. But definitely. anyways, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, should we go to your to Emily's freak out segment? Why not? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. Um, I know you wrote stuff down. <laughs> I was too freaked out to write anything down. I mean, I was laughing. I was just laughing. Like, she screamed. It was hilarious. I, I mean, it was, Like, yeah. when just the tarantula came Aww. on screen um, the first time with Matt um, holding it, she was like, ah! She, like, just screamed. <laughs> But, like, my favorite was when the spiders were coming out Aww. and um, of the shower yeah. scene. Because she... 
She was like preparing. She's like, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. She's like, oh god, oh god. And then I quote, oh my god, it's coming. It's here. That's what she said. <laughs> and then she looked away, and I was laughing. <laughs> I'm not even so gonna try to deny it. I mean, <laughs> no, oh, I just couldn't stop laughing. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. Mm. Oh, and yeah, she literally um, blocked her eyesight from. I that I wasn't watching that. No, I was like, just listen, Fuck then. That just shit. listen. <laughs> but, I kept yeah. saying, nope, 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 mm-hmm. nope, 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 not, nope, not open not my up, eyes. Not up. Nope. But my favorite quote was, "Oh my god, it's coming! It's here!" <laughs> Like once upon a That's time when the thinking. like purple smoke comes. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, it was hilarious. It was so God. good. It was so funny. Uh, I needed a laugh. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad I can bring you some entertainment. I appreciate it. That Sorry was the worst that. ever. Yeah, it was pretty great. So freaking gross. Yeah. God. Uh, I mean, that was like, I mean, she had multiple freakouts, but I that did. was the biggest one. Anything with spiders really got no. her, so. They're nasty. I know they eat other things. I don't care. They're nasty. <laughs> uh, they, I agree with you. I don't like spiders at all. I mean, why couldn't the episode have been ladybugs and butterflies? It's not scary, Emily. But they're the insects that are cute. They're not... We, this is not a cute... Sh- well, I mean, we got two very cute very guys. Very guys on the show. But it's not a cute show, Emily. Whatever. I think yeah. it would have been just as effective <laughs> if we had butterflies and ladybugs and cute little caterpillars. Oh, tell your story when you watched it for the first time. It was just as good of a reaction. Well, you heard my reaction. Yeah. I knew this episode existed, and <laughs> I knew that there was a scene in it that involved spiders. <laughs> but I was um, working out and watching it at the same time on Netflix, um, and I knew it was coming. And the moment that that shower scene occurred, I think I literally started screaming, nope, nope, not going to happen, not gonna, not gonna, I'm not going to watch, nope, nope, nope. And I like, I was super loud because Aaron was upstairs. Yeah, I heard it from all the way upstairs. And um, when I came up later on, having finished the episode, I think she was like laughing at me when I opened the door because she heard me down there. Probably other people heard like, me too. Yeah, I was like, oh, she must be watching the spiders. Yep. <laughs> nope. No. No. Thank you. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It. And this time yeah. I just shrieked like, you know. She did. And like, then with your your best quote ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm exhausted, uh, like I said. Yeah. She, yeah she, I, I told her she survived it. That's going to be the title of this week's podcast is Emily Survived Bugs. I survived bugs. Yeah. I, and, so let's talk about how this is widely disliked by a lot of people, right? Well, it is considered, like, one of, yeah, the worst episodes <laughs> of the series. Of That's quite a, a title, of, like, though. A lot of jokes about, um, about it. Uh, Eric. Eric Kripke often says that this episode is one of his least favorites in the series. And then when we, like, first meet Chuck in season four, 
um, he asked them if they had to like live, actually live through bugs, which is what he writes, not right. knowing that Sam and Dean are real characters. Well, at the time. Yeah. Anyway, knowing what we know now. But anyway, and he says, he laments that they were forced to live bad writing. So it was just kind of a funny joke throughout the series because it was just... Ugh. Why would you even come up with an episode like that? Well, we could... I wish we could ask Eric Kripke, but... Um, yeah, what? Was he high not, on something when you thought that concept sounded good? Like, I don't know. No hey, offense. Hey, he admits it was one of his least favorites, okay? <laughs> and he wrote season four, so when Chuck says, like, you have to live through bugs and you're forced to live through bad writing, he admits it was bad writing. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But yes, and there's also a story, too, if you wanted to do that now. What's the story? So there's a story... Um, it's called the B story. Um, and some it's Jensen and like Jared talk about like their experience filming a certain scene in this um in this episode. And they've mentioned a couple times at conventions and things and um and it but it was first kind of um talked about by Jensen at the two thousand six Paley television festival panel. So I'm just gonna read a little bit and then tell you where you guys can like find it. This is all information I'm getting on supernaturalwiki.com, by the way. Um, so it is the it's about the scene at the end where all the bees were coming, mm-hmm. like the climax of the episode. Um, and Kim Manners, who I don't know if you know, but he was um, a director like on the X File X Files and also early seasons of Supernatural. Um, Jared and Jensen really had a wonderful relationship with him. He died from cancer, I think, in season... I don't want to get this wrong, so let me just see here. Um, uh, he died in 2009, so... Um, that would have been, what, season four? I think so. Yeah. That's my guess, but I wanted to be sure. Anyway, so they they had a wonderful relationship with him, but so... Um, Jensen describes uh, them filming the scene with all the bees coming, and Kim Manners showed his support by entering the room with a bee, uh, room sans bee suit to direct the scene. So Jensen, this is all what Jensen says. He says, Jared and I responded well to him, meaning Kim Manners. He directed in a fashion that we really liked. It's a set where guys can be guys. He was not someone who directed behind a screen by the telephone somewhere in L.A., like do it over and over and, and over and let's close up and move on in the next set. He was in there. A story about another episode that he directed, Bugs. This was a scene where we had to get into this tiny little room with 65,000 bees. What the fudge? <laughs> and the whole camera crew and the set crew got this full body bee outfits on. And it is, all right, Jared Jensen, hop on in. Jared says, and don't swat them because that makes them angry. So then Jensen says, and I'll give it to Kim. He said, you know, what if he said, you know, what if you guys do not have bee suits on? I'm not either. So he didn't have a bee suit on either since Jared and Jensen didn't. And he went in there in shorts and a t-shirt and what? a monitor and sat down on a box and directed us from inside the room with bees crawling all over our faces. It's oh that kind of relationship God. with Kim that Jared and Jensen had with him. So so they actually were like, those were real bees. Oh my God. Yeah. But the funny thing was they had to go through um, all of that. And, but the scenes, um, th- or, but the bees in the scene, they didn't show up very well on film, so they had to, like, CGI. So at the end of anyway. the day, they had to, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow, I would have been pissed. Yeah. So, like, um, this was, uh, another, let's see, um, 
this was another quote here. Um, they bring in 600 bees or however many bees. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to see the dailies. But you watch the dailies and you can't tell there's one bee in that room. They just don't read on camera or they were too sluggish. And you just start laughing because you put your crew in a room with hundreds of bees and then you can't even tell if there are any bees on camera. It's a bizarre job sometimes. And uh, that was by Commanders, that quote there. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> oh, so. wow. No, thank you. Um, so there's, I think, hopefully there's um, clips on YouTube where you can actually see Jared and Jensen talking talking about the bee story. Yeah. Um, they talk about it in Supernatural LA in 2011, Toronto 2011, and... Uh, um, so hopefully you can find it on there. But what I just read was on SupernaturalWiki.com. So just had to mention the beast to her. Like. Wow. <laughs> and props to Kim Manners. Yeah. Oh, shit. Jeez. It's kind of funny since right now with like, well, I guess, I don't know, not really, but like with the whole coronavirus thing and now we got these murder hornets. Yeah. Right. It's like that would have been the perfect episode for that. There you go. Yeah. Jesus. Good timing for all that. God. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. God. Um, should we continue with little fun facts? Yeah, go for it. Okay, let's let's uh, go for the music for mm-hmm. this. I thought the music was pretty good in this, mm-hmm. in this episode. Yeah, I know f- you were focused on bugs. No, but. the final song of the episode. I know. I I can't. I know when you say who it is, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. We've got Rock of Ages by Death Leopard. Yeah. That plays at the beginning in the bar scene. And it's also played in Bloody Mary, if you recognized it. I did. I don't know if you did, Emily. I probably did, now that you mention it. Okay. Um, I Got More Bills Than I Got Pay by Sonny Ellis. Um, plays while Dean and Sam attend the open house at Oasis Plains. Poke in the Butt by Bernie Marston. Um, plays at the open house when Larry pulls Matt aside after he sees him talking to Sam. Medusa by Bob Reynolds plays very briefly as Dean and Sam Park at the university where they get the bones identified. And then the last one, No One Like You by the Scorpions plays at the end of the episode when the guys hit the road. Okay. <clears throat> very good. So that's your music of the episode. Good music. Um, and then, rock. Like, I like the... What? Classic rock. Oh, I thought you said House of Rock. No. Classic rock, yes. Well, you know, Dean loves his classic rock. I so. um, And then I, I'd like to shout out a couple actors, too. Okay. Okay. So, like I said, um, Tyler Johnson played Matt Pike, the teenager. Um, and he also plays um, an angel later on in the series in season eight called Samandriel. Okay, that rings a bell. Does it ring a bell yeah. to you? A little bit? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Um, and like I said earlier, he's also on um, Letter Kenny in Canada. Very popular uh, show. Very popular Canada. show in there. Comedy, um, right? I believe it is. Yeah. And I'm trying to see if there's anything else that. It's on Hulu, by the way. Yeah. You thought about maybe watching it? I right? did, yeah. Yeah. I thought about it too, actually, a couple times. Maybe, maybe I will eventually. Um, but it looks like Supernatural was kind of his most well-known American, I guess, you know, role. Oh, it looks like he was on Smallville long Mm. ago. But anyway, Tyler Johnson, cool kid. 
Um, and then the other actor I wanted to mention is Carrie Jensel. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name right. Um, she played Linda Bloom, the realtor that died by all the spiders oh, in God. the shower. <laughs> um, she was also in um, another episode of Supernatural, Just My Imagination, um, in season... Eleven. Eleven? Yes. Okay. So, I wanted to mention her. Alright. Do you remember what Just My Imagination is, Emily? Oh, you might have to refresh <laughs> my memory. Um, it is... Do, do, do. What is this? Um, mm-hmm. It's the episode where... Um, there's like um imaginary friends. Oh. And like Richard Spade Jr. like directed it. Oh, okay. So it's that one and her she plays the mother of the daughter that um had a oh sparkle, I think, that died, like the first kind of imaginary friend that died. And there's okay. like a really funny scene in that movie or in that episode that she's in. Okay. Um Yeah. That's so. sounding familiar. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Anyone else? Uh, no, I just wanted to shout out to those two. Okay. So. Very cool. Yeah. Any other behind-the-scenes stories or anything? Um, I don't... Let me let me double-check real quick. But... <sighs> no Vancouver sets that we had to find, right? No, but, I mean, they did film at the chemistry building in the University of British Columbia, which we were at... Um, I think we were near that building. Oh, really? Why was yeah. it on our list to go find? Well, it was for a different scene, but not oh, this one. Oh, but not for bugs? So, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. I that's it. it for my fun facts of the episode here. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that... <sighs> That's I mean, it. that's it. Yeah. You survived it. I know. You know, you did it. I'm still coming down from Pat it. yourself on the back. I might have nightmares it. tonight. You'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Thank God. Just focus on the family dynamic that you really enjoyed and not the bugs. I mean, that was the saving grace of this episode. Seriously. I mean, you're not wrong. God. I mean, you're wrong. Yeah, no. That 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 saved the episode for me, and and like you keep telling me, I survived this. So the next episode we're gonna watch is probably Home. like the best of season one, probably it's my favorite season one. Yes. Home. Now see, I remember oh, just by that title, so emotional. I rem- and I remember I remember it being emotional because they go back to their childhood home, right? Yes. Yeah. So like, bring that on. Yeah. Hell's I yeah. Know. Totally agree with you. So gosh, got to get through the mud to get to the. Other side here. Yeah, this will be your reward for getting through this. Better get a reward. Your favorite, being sarcastic here, episode is getting to home. Yeah. Yeah. So I look forward to that next week. Okay. I do too. Um, so we can wrap it up then, I guess. We can. Yeah. We sure can. <laughs> I'm ready. I don't need to talk about bugs anymore. No, We're good. Uh, dissect each bug we have. no i don't no, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. nope 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 right. nope okay
So, uh, yeah, as always, we'll just remind you that uh, we're both on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I've included our handles for Twitter and Instagram in the episode description. So please, you know, give us a like, give us a retweet, give us a shout out, give us a, yeah, say hi, whatever. We'd appreciate that. Um, we also do have an email that I also included in the description of our episode. So you can find us or that's another way to reach out to us, um, as well. Um, if anyone wants to, (laughs) um, yeah, I think that's it. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we'll sign off again, you know, again, just continue to be healthy, be safe, be smart, take care of yourselves. Try to be positive. That's a big one. Yeah. Try to be positive. Try to find the small, the small things to be excited about every day. Um, cause if you can do that, then that'll, that'll make your day much better. Um, but I'm not going to go into a big, like motivational therapeutic speech, but you know, that would be my advice to give is to focus on that. Focus on what you can control and on what you can't. Um, okay. I'm going to stop. Um, all right. Next week. Next week. Home. My reward. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.